When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everything they say and no face that I'd rather be Where else can you do a half a million things All at a quarter to three When they play their music, ooh, that modern music They it with a lot of style But it's still that same old backbeat rhythm That really, really drives them wild They say the hotter rock and roll is the Welcome back in the morning hookup Boy, what a great song. We're going to kick us off. We're effing Brian Munson. No, we got him, don't we? Rope. Out of rock and roll. Welcome in, Brian Munson, Huskerline.com. Brian, happy <coughs> Tuesday. Hey, guys. What's up? Nothing. Just singing that song. Got me in a good mood. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I got me in a good mood. I was just thinking about this segment, and it's like, oh, my God. We could probably have, like, a full show with you right now of everything. I don't even know. Because we're leading up to early signing day, and then also something locally that is—I know it piqued your interest when it, you might have already known. But how about Ryan Held, new head coach at Carney? I—I didn't hear the actual news that he was that he was named the head coach quite yet. I knew that there was some uh, discussion about him meeting up with Ad Bauer out there in uh, in Carney, and that Bill Bush supposedly was interested in the job too. So congratulations to Coach Held. Yeah, just about 38 minutes ago, come out of uh, the UNK Twitter page, Ryan Hill. That's a that's a cool little move for him. Well, and I tell you what, it's a little bit. Um, I, I try I tried to say this earlier, and it was very very difficult to say it on the board. You know, Drew Thatcher is also leaving. I'm a little bit surprised that he did not go with mm-hmm. Coach Lynn out to West Texas A&M, but he's off to West Point, and uh, good move for him. He's. He needs to he needs to kind of figure some things out himself because he's he's going to be a really good OC. He's going to be potentially a head coach someday. So I, I know some things are falling apart there for them a little bit, but they'll pull it back together. Brian, you know, put us in put us in your shoes real quick. It, it's been I'm sure it's been a busy week, really last two weeks for you. Put us put it in perspective for us, man. What what's the everyday life for you right now with getting all these recruits? commits talking to recruits what's it like man it's been it's been hectic and then having strep throat on top of it has not helped out i mean both sean and i have been kind of chasing some guys down we've been getting a lot of help from other people because he's been sick i've been sick and then the coaching staff is like they're drinking like a pot of coffee an hour it seems uh because they've got they've got energy and they are going out there and getting after all these guys they hosted like 13, 14 guys this weekend. There was probably, you know, five, six, seven commitments, with probably some stuff that we don't even know about still, like with a guy like Eric Fields, for example. Um, maybe like a Vincent Carroll Jackson, you know, will potentially start to, to flip tomorrow. Um, it's It's been nonstop. I mean, I think Sunday, me and Sean went back and looked at it. I think that we both worked like 13 or 14 hours. So it's it's been it's been... It's been a process to kind of get caught up with these guys, but the good news 
these guys are not scared about putting in some time here to get to get things rolling. Nebraska fans should be very, very excited about that attitude and that energy. Yeah, I was going to ask uh, that a little bit. Is first of all, is it been harder to keep up with recruits and seeing about what they're doing and, and get a hold of them, or trying to figure out Matt Rule, Coach Matt Rule's Twitter and emoji game? I know. I responded back to a couple of them, like, "What does it mean?" You know, like uh, <laughs> I, want, I was look, I was looking for the gif from uh, Big Trouble in Little China when it was like two two women with green eyes. What does it mean? You know, like I was <laughs> yeah. looking for that one. I couldn't find it, and uh, and I put up like the Sanskrit one and and kind of fired a couple back to him. But he's having a blast. That's yep. that's clearly evident. And all of the kids, all the recruits that I'm talking to. They are, they are so impressed with him, his energy, how relatable he is, how down to earth he is, how quickly, you know, a guy like uh, uh, Jason uh, Mashashek. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember how to spell it. Say his, I think it's Mashashek. Uh, Mashashek. Yeah, Mashashek from from Pierre, South Dakota. He he didn't have a chance really to meet those guys face to face. He had to get everything into a zoom call on Sunday afternoon because it was caught up in a blizzard up in South Dakota. So, um, very, very interesting process for some of these guys. And it's like cramming for an exam. These guys are having to get everything done in a short amount of time with signing day, of course, coming tomorrow. We're talking to Brian Munson. Yeah. Hooks. He said, there's so many players to get to, I mean, um, it's, I mean, the commit so far, you could start there and then, crazy yeah well let's start off with this commit who we just got a few days ago and i can't say his name i'm hoping you can brian uh prince will uman mylan uh <laughs> that's pretty good uman okay thank you very much i almost got it uh talk about this guy a four-star big time people are excited about this guy coming in and and me personally i think d-line is really an area that we really need to work on here in this offseason well, I, I think he's the kind of guy that looks a lot like the Kai Wall and junior college kid that Nebraska got the week before, where they're kind of longer, they're balanced, they have that ability to, to play well against the run, they have the ability to rush the quarterback. You can kind of see them potentially moving down between the hand in the dirt, you know, uh, defensive end and that three-man front to the guy that's going to be standing up on the edge there on the weak side uh, as an outside linebacker. So. Very versatile guy. Um, you know, obviously his brother's at Florida, so very talented family. Uh, great athlete, huge upside. Um, certainly a guy that's going to fit in right away. I think Nebraska fans should get to know how to say his name, learn learn where Manor, Texas is uh, down around Austin, and get used to hearing his name for a number of years because I, I think that that's a guy that's going to figure in very, very quickly. Yeah, I mean, I'm also looking at a couple of these guys. I mean, obviously it's been a lot of – it's been it's been quiet. I mean, obviously you see all the skill the skill players, but now you're landing some. Uh, you got Stewart a safety Collier. I think that's a big get out of Florida. Uh, the transfer yep. there. What can you talk about? Like now you're starting to see some of that take shape. And um, I mean, I, it, it just I feel like in this cycle he's getting kids that fit. Might not jump off the paper at you, but they fit what's going on. Yeah, I you know I think well. I think we talked about it, and I'm trying, you know, there's so many conversations that we've had. We cover so much ground every week. It seems like I could go on there, you know, a show a week with you guys. But I think that when we talked about the portal transfers, clearly both sides of the line were a a huge issue. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think one spot that we talked about, too, was safety. Yep. And Corey Collier shores that up immediately. 
And then, and then you go ahead and you put Ramir Stewart on top of that, um, who Nebraska picked up on Sunday or Saturday, actually, from this last weekend from Philadelphia. Um, you bring in a couple guys there. And, and you know, and, and Stewart's the kind of guy that I think probably could play, you know, some safety. He's maybe more of a corner guy initially. Uh, you got Ethan Nation that's going to make a, a, a – his commitment at the All-American game on January 3rd, that he won't sign until February. I think Nebraska's in good standing with him. Um, but I think that I think to your point, there's there's been guys that have just had to – you've had to kind of see the, the need. And then, and then you've kind of got to dig through a little bit and say, get past the accolades, get past the rankings, get past everything else. This guy's got to fit what we're trying to do here. And I kind of felt like that was like a Jeff Sims kind of scenario, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, that's a very, very interesting guy, especially with Malik Hornsby coming in this last weekend from, from Arkansas. Because there's, there's a great relationship there between, you know, Coach Rule and Hornsby. Now, all of a sudden, Nebraska could be in a position again to take two portal transfer quarterbacks back-to-back years. Um, very, very interesting things are going on there in the quarterback room. But they're trying to get – their guys, and and that is simply, and their guys too are very athletic. Like they're they're going out there and, and addressing the athleticism side and and trying to get some home run hitters on the offensive side of the football. So it's been fun to watch them pull this thing together and kind of kind of see what they're what they're thinking about and what what it is they're kind of working towards. But um, yeah, they're certainly they certainly have their guys that targeted for, for a while now that they felt like they had to get him in. I'm sorry, you guys cut We're out. talking to... Oh, well, Brian, can you hear me? Mics okay. are down. You there? All right, mics are down. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. Sorry. Can you hear me? Yep. No, that was on us. All right, we're good. That was weird. Uh, we're talking to Brian Munson with HuskerOnline.com. Talk a little bit about Ramir Stewart. He committed about three days ago yeah. in Philadelphia. Of course, we know Rule is familiar with that area. What do you, what do you like about this guy? I think it's his versatility. I think it's uh, the way that he can kind of uh, do various things for you out there on that island as a cornerback. I think he's also a guy that's a little bit more put together. That I, I know that you know it's a very similar kind of strategy. Uh, Nebraska is telling those guys, like, look, we're not going to kind of pencil you into a corner, so to speak, and have you kind of work your way out. We're going to kind of have our eyes open and bring you in and try to let you tell us through your actions and how you develop and where it is that you're going to fit. And and that's the part there I think that Stewart is very very open with, you. and and I think that that's refreshing. They also got the same kind of commitment out of Mason Goldman last night, you know, from, from Gretna. So it was very, it was a, a very kind of a look. We know, we know you fit what, we, what we're trying to pull together here. We don't know exactly what position it could be positions. And we just want to go ahead and get you into the program and let things kind of happen. And then we'll put you in the best place we can possibly put you to succeed and help the team out. And I think that those guys that are listening to that kind of, sentence and statement from from the coaching staff it's it's been huge now brian we were we are tomorrow uh big day as you're going to get early signing day and some of these kids will be making decisions tomorrow there'll be a few that people will be looking at especially around here um i mean maybe you can give us kind of i don't want to call it the crystal ball i hate that but whatever what you're feeling you know 
uh, how you're feeling and which way these kids might be leaning. Obviously, the Rhode Island offensive tackle is a big one, no pun intended. That's a big one. And also, Malachi Coleman. What, what's going to happen yeah. tomorrow there? So, uh, Johnny Cornelius, um, I think that I think things have, you know, people caught up with Nebraska after their official, after his official visit to Lincoln, unfortunately. And I think that Nebraska's probably fallen at least to second place, maybe even further, unfortunately. I don't, I don't, I'm not feeling a Johnny signing with Nebraska tomorrow, although that would be probably, I think, and everybody would agree, um, the biggest get for Nebraska tomorrow if that one was to happen. Um, and, and there's not really going to be, you know, people have to remember those transfers, they don't have like a letter of intent signing day. They don't, they aren't going to have anything like that happen. They're just going to make a commitment and they're going to kind of go away. And then all of a sudden, like January 19th, when classes like kick up in Lincoln, uh, those guys will be on campus. So there's really not anything formalized around that transfer process. There's going to be some monetary paperwork and whatever. But So I wouldn't get too concerned with that one, but I think that that one's a bit of a stretch. Um, Malachi Coleman. Okay, so Nebraska really turned it on very, very quickly to keep Malachi in the fold. He decommits. He goes back to Nebraska for a junior day. He then uh, takes an official visit out to Colorado last weekend. Um, I know very much that Nebraska is still trying to keep him in the fold, but he, he addresses and checks so many boxes with them when it comes to home run threat, athletic guy, long dude. You like, I still feel good for Nebraska. I don't know how good I feel like basing it like on a percentage. Um, I, I would say it's better than 50, 50. Uh, I still feel like, you know, going back to the original person who gave me some, some information that's close. It's a close source to, to Malachi. I feel like um, he still wants to sign in December. He still wants to kind of get this thing done. So I, I think it's going to be Nebraska. I would say like maybe 65%. Um, and then there's another one. One, one last one, and we'll, we'll, we'll move on to the next thing. Benny Ngoi. Um, mm-hmm. Benny Ngoi's interesting. Uh, he, for a guy that's committed to Iowa State, and I'm not picking on Benny at all here, uh, you know, he's been very interested in listening to what Nebraska has to offer. Um, you know, I, I get I get the impression that he he feels uh, a, a certain level of um, you know tied back to Iowa State and doesn't want to kind of do anything because they were really the ones that took a chance on him. But I think Nebraska has got like this thing that that's really got him thinking about becoming a Cornhusker still, and even if, even as a defensive back. And if there's something that gets in the way of that, it's going to be that Nebraska likes him as a DB, and maybe he wants to play wide receiver. So I think Nebraska's got a chance to flip him tomorrow. So I would pay attention to what happens at Lincoln High tomorrow, um, and maybe one that goes the wrong way. And I was going to mention this tomorrow morning. I'd pay close attention to what's going on with Barry Jackson. Uh, you know, you got Jalen Lloyd in the class. Uh, before coming to Lincoln this last weekend, Barry Jackson was at Cincinnati. Uh, he's got a couple of suitors that have come in late, you know, trying to get him to think about things a little bit. Um, I think there's some things going on with his life, you know, personally that, that, that could get in the way of some things maybe moving far away from home. Um, so maybe potentially something goes on badly tomorrow with Barry Jackson maybe doing something else. That's just maybe what I've got kind of creeping into my head a little bit. We're, we're talking to Brian Munson. You mentioned Barry Jackson. Are there any other players who you know think 
there might be a chance somebody comes in and flips him? Um, <clears throat> let me see here. Um, well, obviously, you've already had more jump out. Um, I, I think that that's about it. I think everybody else is, is pretty good. I think Nebraska stands a chance to, to flip Vincent Carroll Jackson tomorrow afternoon. Uh, that would be, I think, at two central or so. Um, big, big, big defensive tackle, really raw guy. Uh, I think he, he could really be a nice fit next to Riley Van Poppel, you know, for years to come for Nebraska. But I don't think Nebraska is at risk to lose anybody else um, outside of maybe Barry. Uh, I think that that's the one right now that I've kind of got circled in my head. Um, Brian, as we move forward, I know you talked about this a little bit, but I'm going to go back to the, that quarterback position a little bit. Obviously, Sims, maybe the Arkansas, uh, still in the mix. Uh, but also, let's throw in Casey Thompson coming back. As we're starting this, yeah. it's all starting to come out. You, it's almost like timeout. I'm still here, okay? I'm here. To, I was your quarterback, was your starter last year. Um, because not, now you're currently sitting with like, what, six scholarship quarterbacks. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. there's going to be conversations in that room if you end up getting another transfer to come in and you have Casey coming back. Something's got to give in that room. I don't disagree with you. Um, you know, I, I think, however, it was kind of telling when I talked to Malik Hornsby uh, this last weekend on Sunday morning, and I said, look, I go, is the sales pitch that Nebraska has given to you is that, look, we're a, a new coaching staff. We've got, you know, the top two quarterbacks for last season are both coming back from serious shoulder problems. They'll be going through rehab. They won't be available for spring. We need to get a guy here or two that, that can run our system, be ready to go, you know, come the fall. And he goes, without saying too much, he said, that's exactly what they told me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I, look, Matt Rule, Matt Rule knows. He understands. I mean, that, that's, that's a serious, serious situation that he is in with having Casey Thompson coming off a labrum tear, Logan Smothers doing the same thing, both of them having surgery. I think it was on the same day. You've got to get some healthy guys in there to, to get things moving. Otherwise, if you don't have that signal caller next year, you, you really don't have a lot of things to kind of set up your offense and what your thoughts about the, the first season or Matt Rule around. Um, so you get Sims, you know, potentially you get Hornsby, and Hornsby's got that redshirt year. Maybe Hornsby's also interested in talking to you about playing some wide out, maybe some packages or whatever it is that, that he wants to do. Um but I, I think I think what has to happen there, though, is exactly what Matt Rule is doing. He's like, look, I do have you guys in the room. You guys are both banged up. And I have to kind of plan around maybe not having one or more of you, you know, there after the spring, especially if I bring in a couple more guys that are going to they're going to kind of shake things up there a little bit more. And, and, I, and we, we've, we've received, you know, really good feedback around, Look, Heinrich Harburg sticking around and and getting a kind of a vote of a confidence from from the from the new staff. So, I would look for other places. I think potentially for there to be some attrition, you know, other than other than like a, a guy like Har- Harburg moving on. I don't think that's going to happen. We're talking to Brian Munson. Brian, I do have to ask you about this just because everybody's talking and wondering. We saw Dylan Rayola decommit from Ohio State, mm-hmm. and you know, people are wondering: <laughs> do do we have a chance? Do we have a shot? What what do you think? Obviously, there's going to be a shot there. Um, I, I I think that there's been a little bit of overblown thoughts about Donovan being retained mm. potentially just for the purpose of of appealing to young nephew. I don't think that that's the case at all. Um, I, I do feel like 
Dylan didn't have things happen with him in his agreement with Ohio State when it came to them not taking a 2023 quarterback that probably impacted his decision, first of all. Uh, they, they went out there and got Lincoln Kineholz, to, uh, and he will, he'll sign with Ohio State tomorrow. But Nebraska's in a position right now with, with eliminating William Watson uh, to not take a 2023 quarterback. They're grabbing two more transfer guys. So they're putting guys in, back into the room that are already burned up some of their eligibility. So that's got to look good to Dylan. Um, and, and obviously, I think, you know, there's some other things going on there. I mean, it's hard to overlook Dominic and his role and what he's meant to the state of Nebraska and, and the program. But uh, clearly, I, I, clearly, I think Nebraska is going to be back in that picture. It's just, man, it seems like that's like a year away for me just because, and it literally is. But, I mean, I just got to write up like a, a little bit of a segment. I think there's like 10 or 12 names I'm still watching, you know, over the next day uh, mm-hmm. that, that, that could potentially still go Nebraska's way. So um, they're flipping the 2023 roster. They offered a 2027 quarterback, <laughs> if you can believe that. Yep. And then, obviously, then you've got, like, a guy like the number one player in the nation next year, like Dylan Raiola, uh, who could be back in the picture for the Huskers. So Mark uh, Matt Rule and his staff are doing a good job very quickly. Yeah, I, I think that whole Riola thing is a good chance for Nebraska to reset and start mm-hmm. over. That's what that gave Nebraska, and I want to ask you, Brian. I know a lot of people followed that, uh, not you know that commitment to Ohio State and all the connections. Was Nebraska even in uh, the top? I mean, were they even in the top two the first time around? No, no, I didn't think so. Um, Like minus whatever sources are crappy here about how something happened out there, but I didn't think they were even in the top two. Yeah, and, and look, there there were a ton of rumors. There was some truth to I think all of them, but they weren't completely and totally accurate. I think they all kind of typically yeah. went the the anti-Scott Frost way, and that was unfair. But uh, ultimately, Nebraska was running at least third behind Ohio State and Georgia. Kind of what I thought. So I want, yeah. I want, I want to set that because it, obviously it's uh, he's decommitted, and obviously they're going, oh, God, Nebraska, here we go. Yeah. And probably because Coach Rule, within like seconds, Tweets out the Undertaker, like, oh gosh, yeah, here we are, we're back, back, back to life, sitting up, you know, out of the smoke. So yep. I, I, I do feel like Nebraska's got a good, ch- got a, it's got a chance there, not a good chance, it got a chance. They've got to go back and earn their way back into that because I think that there were so many things that were going Nebraska's way that went viciously against Nebraska very, very quickly, and you've got a brand new staff, so there, there is a chance to reset, like you had said. And I think there's a chance to go out there and kind of sell the program for what it is that they're trying to do. And uh, I, I'm I'm thinking that that's going to be very very positive for the Riola family to listen mm-hmm. to. Yeah, Brian. My last question before we get you out of here. We uh, Stephen Simple reported yesterday that Casey Thompson's dad said that Casey will be back this next year. Uh, give me your thoughts on that. What does that mean for this team? And do you think there's going to be much of a battle when he gets back? Um. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't seem to think that there would be much of a battle, did he? Nope. Um, nope. <laughs> it's it's very interesting, right? Uh, I think number one, good on Casey to to feel like you know he doesn't have to push that button there again, where I think he would be eligible to do another transfer because he's he's moved into that graduate kind of mm-hmm. you know transfer potential he could take. Um, that being said, you know he he feels a uh, he feels connected to Nebraska. I think what Coach uh, Coach Rule and and Coach Satt have had a chance to kind of sit down with him and talk to him about. He's 
He feels connected with what they want to do on the offense. Um, so I, I, I think it's, I think it's a good scenario. I think honestly, it's just, you know, there's, there's so many things that can happen with, uh, that labrum. If it's just a partial tear, they just shave it off. They just kind of clean it up. They don't, they don't have to do anything like anchor work. So you may be talking a month or two versus six. If you've got a complete and total tear of the labrum. Um, so that's a, that's, that could be potentially a really good scenario where he could get in there and start throwing it around here in the next month or so, be ready for spring ball, if not mental repping it. Maybe he's taking some stuff later on in the spring. But I think his competitive spirit and, and, and what it is that he feels like he can get accomplished there still at Nebraska uh, is going to drive him through. I think that's great for Nebraska. I think mm-hmm. the better, the more people in the room that can provide competition, I think Matt Rule and his staff have got to feel better about what they can get accomplished in year one. Well, Brian, as always, man, a pleasure. Just uh, as noted, this will be it for us for the year. Um, uh, we are off next week, so you get a lot of time away from us because I know you're going to be busy in the holidays <laughs> and all that stuff. But we'll be back after the first of the year, and we'll catch back up then. But, man, uh, to you and the family, uh, stay safe. Merry Christmas and uh, Happy New Year, my friend. Yeah, happy holidays, guys, to you and all your listeners. We'll talk to you next year. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate that. BrianMontanuscaline.com. Follow him tomorrow, tonight, all the stuff, because it is going to pop tomorrow. Pop, pop. It's going to pop tomorrow. Interesting stuff about Barry Jackson and all that stuff, too. About I mean, he's pretty confident yeah. in that one. He felt pretty confident that Nebraska won't have any big surprises tomorrow. Mm. Um, so maybe something to watch. You, you and Theo will have a fun time tomorrow. Yes. Popping off with the this, that, the sign the signings, all that stuff, who's committed, who didn't commit. And you get Robin Wash it the day after Nebraska dominates Queens. Yeah. Well hey man. Travel safe and enjoy Thanks, your brother. going back home. I preach. I'm ready to, I'm ready to see the fam. So hey, for me, from Will uh, for me for sure, I'm gone for the year. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Be safe. Enjoy the family. Happy New Year. And uh Will and Theo will catch you tomorrow. Have a